Hello and welcome to the Sports Loft Podcast, where we talk about the intersection of technology in the world of sports, media, and entertainment. Great to have you with us and uh, very excited to have a new Sports Loft member on board with us today. Before we get to that, just wanted to ask you to follow Sports Loft uh, on Sports Loft HQ, uh, visit our website at sportsloft.co and subscribe to our newsletter. And also, if you like today's podcast, give us a rating and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. So we're here today with the newest Sports Loft member, which is Tagboard. And joining us from Tagboard is Nathan Peterson, recently announced and promoted to uh, president of Tagboard. So Nathan, <laughs> congratulations and Thank welcome you. to the podcast. Thank you, Yanni. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, it's great to be with you guys and, and uh, excited for the conversation today. Awesome. Well, um, we're we're sort of introducing you today to the uh, uh, to the world of the sports loft followers. So uh, I'd love to give you uh, I'd love to hear from you. Kind of what is Tagboard all about? What is it that you guys do, um, and how can it help people in the uh, in the sports industry uh, in the UK and beyond? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I always like to start with the output. Um, I, you know, we're we're a largely U.S. based company, but if you ever watched any uh, U.S. broadcasts or happen to be in a, a stadium in the United States and seen uh, a different social media content produced into the show, uh, there's a high likelihood that it was it was powered by us. So, uh, you know, if you I always say that if you, you watch uh, the NBA on TNT and you see those tweets that are making fun of Chuck and Shaq, uh, <laughs> there's a there's a software that's powered behind that called Tagboard that uh, people have probably seen a million times and not known it. Um, so really what we are is a, an intuitive cloud production platform that is used to create interactive live programming. Um, you know, when, what, when we started the company, the company is about 10 years old, uh, founded by uh, Josh Decker, who's uh, current CEO and, and founder. Um, you know, he started this company as a basically like a Google search across the social media networks at the time. And, um, you know, what that evolved into was essentially taking those social posts and putting them places, displaying them, whether it was on jumbotrons and in, in the outfield. I think one of our, our first activations was uh, at the time in Safeco Field uh, and, and uh, for the Seattle Mariners and then the University of Washington uh, Huskies, my alma mater, um, you know, throw, throwing uh, selfies up on a board, right? Uh, what we've evolved to, uh, you know, is is we we kind of saw this trend happening over time that you know social content itself was going to start to become uh, the real source of news of breaking news across the sports and entertainment landscape, um, you know, and so we <clears throat> back in say 2017, early 2017, I joined the company. Uh, at, at a similar time as our current COO, uh, Tyler Singletary, who came to us from Clout. And we kind of took a look at, you know, what, what Tagboard was in the past and what it needed to become in the future and said, you know, there's a real play here in, uh, in production, right? Uh, if, mm. if, so, if social content is going to become critical to uh, the production landscape, then we need to start building tools around that. And so 
fast forward to the last couple of years, what we've done is we've built around that concept and we uh, Tagboard has actually become this full-fledged production platform for um, not just that real-time content, but we have a cloud graphics system. And we uh, recently this year introduced an interactive, uh, it's called Tagboard Interactive. And so, um, you know, we're talking first-party polling, access to Twitter polls, Reddit polls, uh, hashtag polls. And so being able to actually poll your audience uh, if you're a broadcast producer a game day producer uh, or an event producer. That's that's so fascinating to me. I worked for a long time in television production for the uh, uh, for a variety of different things. So give me an idea. If I'm the producer of Inside the NBA with uh, uh, on TNT, right? How yeah. do I use the service? Is it one of my guys in the back of the truck who's got access to the fast platform and who actually? Uh, plug stuff in? Do I shout at him over my headset and tell him, pull up that tweet and throw it up? Give us a little bit of an understanding of how it works. That's great. You just, you just lob the, lob the alley-oop. Uh, it's, <laughs> oh, wait. Um, the, the, what's really interesting about what we built is it's all cloud-based. And so uh, what, what we've done is we've taken what used to be a requirement for a producer to be sitting in a truck or sitting in a studio and we've enabled this as an experience that can be done anywhere from, uh, you know, from they could be sitting in the truck, they could be sitting in the studio, but they could also be sitting in their couch. Um, they could be sitting halfway across the world. And as long as they have a connection into, uh, into the, the um, you know, the broader production, uh, they're able to produce this content and, and uh, you know, be, be effective to the programming. So um, it's cloud-based. We essentially, you know, ingest all the content in real time, and you have a, 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 a canvas, if you will, called Tagboard Producer, where you're pulling in your real time content, your cloud graphics. Uh, you know, you can edit your graphics on the fly, um, and you can pull it just a drag and drop workflow down into Tagboard Producer, and the output is uh, is just a web URL. So. Um, you know, whether you're using a vMix or you're using, a, a, you know, even a Chiron or a Viz system, um, you're able to just input directly into, uh, into your show with a, with a very simple output uh, mm. from Tagboard. Right. So, I mean, I, I, so many times I wish I'd had that at my disposal <laughs> over the past yes. few years. So tell me, how did the company kind of Take the journey into this. You say that the company has been around for 10 years. You joined um, uh, uh, four years ago as, as was it chief revenue officer at the time? And now, now you've become president. No, I actually, uh, I started the company as the head of marketing. Um, right. Yeah. And, you know, I guess a, a little bit of context and about my background, I, I started, uh, I started my career in the corporate world. And so um, I was very early on in, uh, in kind of the social media space. Um, I had built a, a business plan when I was in college at the University of Washington to essentially, uh, <laughs> I'm not, not going to claim any, any genius by any means, but was trying to build what, what ultimately has become LinkedIn. Um, so I, you know, I, I had this idea of, of you know, building this social network around resumes and uh, and and I graduated college from UW in, in 08, uh, which was at, 
an awful time in the U.S. economy. Yeah, and course. so I kind of got scared off of, uh, of taking the major leap of being an entrepreneur at the time. And so I ditched the idea and went to work, uh, went to work for, for Microsoft for a little bit. Uh, building social media plans, which, you know, I'd spent the last couple of years kind of um, building up plans about how you could generate really tight-knit communities and start to monetize them. Uh, so I started working on that in the early days of social before, uh, you know, it was still organic at the time, mostly just Facebook and Twitter. I got recruited out of Microsoft to go work for T-Mobile as employee number one. Uh, in T-Mobile US, employee number one uh, with wow. a social with a social media title, um, so <laughs> it was wow. uh, it, it was it was kind of fun. Um, the senior vice president of uh, of advertising, Peter DeLuca, kind of gave me this uh, field of dreams pitch of like if you build it, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was a great opportunity to really be an entrepreneur at a massive company where he was like, social is going to be important. If you can mm. come help us build this, it, it, I know it's going to be a big thing and and we can put some funding behind it. And so uh, I always viewed that as kind of like my first real startup. And then um, I took the leap out of the corporate world into, uh, into true uh, startup space, went to work for a private equity firm launched a couple of different brands there, um, you know, and then uh, fast forward into, you know, uh, successes and failures along the way. Um, I think all in all, I've worked for 12 different CEOs in my time at uh, working, working at startups. And I, I was doing a, um, I was doing a consulting project for the CEO of Tagboard at the time um, and, and kind of helping her, you know, figure out the ins and outs of what was happening with the company on, on more of a corporate level. Mm -hmm. uh, and I fell in love with it. I just, I, I loved the team. I loved the people. I loved the concept of what we were trying to accomplish. Um, and, you know, Josh uh, kind of made the pitch to convince me to join the, the company full time. Uh, and, um, <laughs> and that's when the real fun started. Um, <laughs> For sure. When I, when I, yeah. What did you find when you got in? Like, I know you had some exposure to it. Was it what you yeah, yeah. Was it no. no, it was completely different. Um, you know, I think one of the things I, I learned from that, that uh, you know, very, that, that actual transaction was um, anytime I'm joining a company from now on, I think I'm going to do more due diligence into their books before, uh, <laughs> before I join. Um, no, we, uh, we were, we were in deep financial trouble when I, when I joined the company and I wasn't aware of that when I, when I signed on, um, uh, but became acutely aware of it, um, right away as I, as I joined. And I, I honestly, I mean, I'm one of those people that definitely believes like things are meant to happen for a reason. Um, you know, everything kind of has its timing and purpose and, um, I had just come from a scenario where I had to sunset our series A funded startup due to lack of market fit, had to mm -hmm. let go of 41 people and try to claw back as much money as we could for our investors. Yes. Then I walked in the door at tag board and we had some, we had a, 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 a series A opportunity at the time that fell through and we had been doing way too much hiring and um, you know, and, and really 
uh, were not set up for success, you know, in, in the, in the structure that we had without the funds. And so, um, it, it really provided an opportunity because I'd seen this very recently to like, try to help calm everyone down and a bit and say like, there is a path forward here. Um, you know, what we have to do is try to figure out what's essential, uh, try to figure out a strategy for sustainable business and really try to figure out, you know, what's the bare bones of the team that we can uh, survive this with and then start to build on it uh, and move forward. And so it was a rough year. I mean, 27 was awful or sorry, 2017 was awful. I mean, we, um, we had to reduce our workforce by, I think it was 60% at the time. Uh, we reduced expenses by 41% overall year over year. And, uh, you know, but what it allowed us to do is really kind of take a step back and say, what is, uh, you know, what's the focus that's going to really push this company forward. And, and what that focus ended up being was, you know, in the production landscape, uh, kind of what I was alluding to prior, right? Like we, we looked and said, all right, social content is extremely important. I mean, if you're, um, you know, if, uh, if, if an NFL player is announcing where they're going next, it's no longer happening just purely you know, on somebody driving a, a truck with a camera and a crew over to their house to, to see this announcement happening or, or, or news breaking is not, you know, happening through a camera crew and a, and a truck and all, and all this. So what's happening is it's happening on social media immediately. And that's that content is being produced uh, directly into the show to break the story. So how do we start to build tools around that? and focus our efforts around the production aspect of, uh, of social, which, you know, at the time, um, we were competing with the likes of Spreadfast and Sprinkler and these massive companies that had acquired companies like ours, uh, but were really using social still, uh, you know, on, uh, in, in competition with us, all the, the the only competition was really that they were taking uh, posts and allowing their um, their 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 clients to put them on a board. Right? Um, what we so what we wanted to do was build a tool set to differentiate ourselves that was very specific to production, so that we could start to work ourselves into that space, differentiate away from the spread fasts and sprinklers who had way more money than we did and really try to carve out a niche for ourselves directly in, uh, in production. Mm. How did that journey go? Like, so, so give me a flavor of you joined in 17. We're now in, in 21. Yeah. We had a, the whole world has had a little bit of a hiccup, uh, in the past year as well with, with COVID, but that has meant that people have doubled down on production and, uh, yeah. and experience as well and trying to add experience into the, broadcast that they're uh, they're providing um was that a turning point for you guys was it an accelerator give me sort of yeah. that journey over the last four years i'm fascinated yeah it absolutely was um you know it, it took a little while to get going but uh you know in in 2018 we really started to see the fruits of our labor from turning this into a SaaS business as well so that was part of the part of the strategy was going from doing 
uh, we, we didn't want to do as many event campaign based business. So we wanted to really get that predictable revenue, uh, and, and, you know, get our, our systems in place to be able to understand what we could expect going forward and predict against it. And so, um, we saw that model really start to turn around and we saw our opportunity to, to really specify, um, you know, the business into an enterprise space across news, sports and entertainment really start to take off. Um, we, you know, what was interesting is we had just amazing, uh, like, you know, it's, uh, I say it's like luck and timing and great partners and a great team is all so important when you're building a business. Um, you know, the, the timing was right for us. The market fit was showing itself to be there. We had an amazing team of <laughs> kind of a, a hybrid combination of like this Seattle based tech, you know, so we, we, none of us came from the broadcast world on like the, uh, leadership side or the tech side. Like my background is mostly like branding advertising, um, our, 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 our tech team was was mostly like user experience and um, just really scrappy developers. And then we we had this secret weapon where you know our our one of our uh, hires that started around the time when I was there. Her name's uh, Christine Chalk. Uh, Christine um, is a broadcast uh, former broadcast producer, three time Emmy award winning producer, and. Um, she was uh, a CSM hire that started probably right before I started at Tagboard. Uh, you know, so she was doing client success for us. And what we found as we started to develop into the space was she started to emerge as a, as a thought leader in our, uh, you know, in everything we were doing in combination with our developers mm. and our, between Christine and, and, uh, you know, our developers and, and, uh, I'll give a shout out to Sean Thompson. Uh, who's actually no longer with the company, but uh, was a, an amazing um, genius, and you know uh, him and Nick Hamilton, who uh, you know uh, helped kind of build the infrastructure for Tagboard. Um, these guys, you know, really you know combined a thought process of what's going to work for producers that is not over engineered, right? Mm. Um, so we took Christine's experience mixed with amazing developers and started to develop a, a platform that became known in the industry as being the easiest user experience you've ever seen. Mm. Uh, you know, like, I mean, we, we could teach people to use Tagboard in 15 minutes, right? Um, drag and drop workflows, like, you know, very Apple-esque, you know, uh, uh, um, for lack of a better, better comparison. Yeah, any producer, yeah. I'm sure Christine will mention this a million times, is the yeah. last thing a producer wants is more complexity. Exactly. Anything exactly. that has more complexity, and they will literally throw you out of the truck or the office or whatever. Yeah. And so you fast forward to today, and like Christine's actually become one of the most important people in our company. I mean, I argue she's more important than I am, but she's become my right hand. And, uh, you know, and everything that we've built and everything we've created. And she's now the, the VP of creative services. Mm. Um, actually, I'm promoting her to SVP. But mm. I don't, hopefully that'll be out by the time this podcast is. But if not, but if not, surprise, Christine. Christine, we're raising a glass. But she she's recruited a team of CSMs that are all amazing world-class producers 
And so we're repeating that success, you know, of our team, you know, understanding the nuances and the ins and outs of our client. And so what that does is it, it helps us build relationships with our clients. It helps us really seriously affect their workflow in a positive way. And then it also helps us take all of their information back and really, you know, be able to, to siphon that down to our developers hmm. and and help them understand what needs to be built to to positively affect this industry. So you asked, you know, how is it going? I mean, amazing, right? Like we uh, we took that real-time content, you know, and and uh, when we launched Tagboard Producer back in 2018, and we started to build on it every year, right? We started to build a cloud-based graphics system in 2019 because our clients were saying, hey, we basically use you guys for graphics on air. You know, we're just using it for social graphics. Why don't you build the rest of it? And so we've essentially dropped like a mini almost like a cross between the ease of use of a PowerPoint and the complexity of a Photoshop. And we drop that directly into the back end of Tagboard so you can create and import all the graphics that you need so that you can drag and drop those in on your on your producer platform, your, your production canvas, um, and edit them on the fly, right? And so um, <laughs> we thought uh we thought this was going to be a big thing for live stream producers but when the pandemic hit we were in beta with uh with nfl uh specifically nfl media and uh and you know they were testing stress testing the heck out of this platform and all of a sudden we get this phone call um and, and i mean legit like you know backstory like the last trip I took on this pandemic, right before, uh, right before the lockdown, everywhere, uh, Christine and I were sitting in NFL Media in Culver City, uh, having a conversation with NFL Network about using our graphic system in testing mode and getting all the feedback from it. Fast forward a couple of weeks later, the whole world shut down, and we get a phone call from our, our friends at NFL Media saying, "Hey, we're actually going to need to use this." And we might need to use it for more than just our live stream. We might need to use it for linear production wow. because, because we can't reach our studios. California is locked out. <laughs> so, of course, of course. You know, talk about, you know, uh, talk about timing. I, I don't want to call it luck because nobody, uh, <laughs> nobody thinks that what just happened in the last year was lucky by any means, but um, we, we, you know, timed it right, and the the graphic system that we were able to launch publicly in early 2020 with NFL uh, ended up being a major hit, and we've been not just you know used on on live stream to help produce all of this, um, you know, all of this content that's been necessary because uh, fans can't be in studios, they can't be in stadiums, they can't be any. They haven't been able to be anywhere. And so we've we've had a major upswing on the live stream side, but also on linear television from NFL media to CNN calling us and saying like, hey, you know, we, um, we, we need to be able to run a couple of different types of graphics for this specific show. Like, you know, it's been uh, it's been a real uh, incredible experience for us to, to be able to roll that out in the midst of the pandemic. That's amazing. So you guys are actually diversifying outside of sports broadcast just yes. to created a platform that that is that is initially servicing the sports industry, but then that has become 
useful to everybody else as well. Yeah, I mean, we're we're actually probably larger in news than we are in sports. I mean, we have over 200 local news stations across the United States that are using us on a daily basis, um, you know, and, and so we, we're, we're probably right around that 200 mark for sports as, as well. And, and, you know, that includes every major every major league in the U.S. that we have teams um, and, uh, you know, I think I think by the time this pod comes out, hopefully the, the news is going to be publicly shared as well that uh, we just signed a multi-year deal with Major League Baseball to service, uh, you know, every single uh, club across the league as, as well as opportunities to work with them on the broadcast side of things and uh, digital side of things through web and mobile as well. So um, that, that's yeah. amazing. And you're yeah. and you're going to be do, you're going to be doing that for the clubs themselves in terms of doing their regional sports network coverage uh, as well as digital or the the all of the all of the uh, ESPN games as well. How how, how wide is the remit? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's a it's a complex setup, so I mean I can't get into all of the details behind it, but I'll say you know you can't blame uh, me for uh, not. Uh, for I know, yeah. <laughs> MLB as a MLB as a league has uh, has structured the opportunity with us, and so um, we're working with the league on the digital side of things, um, which has which definitely has some enablement for all the clubs um, that that we are kind of rolling out to them, and then it also helps us with our broadcast relationships that we currently have. As you, as you guys probably know, uh, um, you know Fox Sports, who's a client of ours, has MLB rights. Uh, Turner Sports, as a client of ours, also has uh, um, done some really amazing work with Tag Board and MLB shows. Um, and so, you know, yes, it, it'll it'll open up the opportunity for um, any broadcast we aren't working with currently to be able to to start to work with us. Um, yeah, I think the deepening of that relationship is always important. Um, and and the, and NLB's got an incredible team over there, um, you know. But uh, you know, this is a big shout out and thank you to Barbara McHugh, who's who's sponsoring um, our relationship, and and Brittany, uh, who's who's running the day to day with uh, Farron Benjamin on my team, who's just an absolute rock star on the sports side of things. Um, you know, we we've been able to grow this relationship with them over time, and I, I'm super excited to see what we do with it. Fantastic. And so, so I heard a rumor and I'm interested to see whether this is whether this is true. I heard a rumor that you guys wound up doing the NFL draft for for everything um, <laughs> with two people. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> um, I would I mean, let's I I won't get into the details of what happened or what didn't. I'll, I'll definitely clarify that the NFL draft um, that in, in 2020 was run on ESPN. And so that wasn't our broadcast. We work with NFL media, uh, on their broadcast aspect of things. Um, mm-hmm. let's just, I'm just going to, I would just confirm that the amount of people necessary to, uh, produce those shows was significantly reduced. And I think that, you know, that's probably a little bit of what sports off got if they, if, uh, if you guys were doing some, some digging in the, the DD before we started this relationship. Uh, I'm sure if you talk to Kat Chan Smith or Matt Schneider, they said that like what tag board has enabled for them is the ability to produce really powerful programming uh, with amazing producers, but it doesn't take as many bodies as it, uh, as it once did mm-hmm. um, because of, because of the flexibility of being able to use the system. 
Um, they, I can't give them enough credit in the world. I mean, they are, they are innovators, they're power users. They have stress tested every aspect of our graphic system to, to, <laughs> I even got, I was, we have this fun channel called show and tell inside of, uh, inside of our Slack, uh, our internal Slack. And uh, anytime we see anything awesome, um, our team will clip it and drop it in show and tell as, as just motivation for everybody on the team. And um, yesterday we, we caught a, a, a show that I, I'm not sure what, what show it was exactly, but I, I was on a call um, with some investors and, <laughs> and I've been looking at our show and tell channel and I see uh, this clip of NFL, uh, NFL network um, and who was, oh, it was Desha- I think it was Deshaun Watson, and they were using our graphic system to put different jerseys on Deshaun, just as like a, just as like a fun segment to say like where's where's Deshaun gonna go? And where's like, he going? Yeah, I was like, this is so cool. I, I love that team so much. They're uh, they're just um, they're such a fun group to work with, and they push the envelope and they push us to be better, and uh, that's that's really such a major part of tag word success is just having amazing partners like that. Well, I'm, I, I'm really interested to hear that. And you also mentioned our, our due diligence um, in terms of bringing you on board. This, this ties into another, another element here where in that due diligence, all of your clients were, were positive. I mean, not just positive, literally gushing. Like they were wildly, wildly um, supportive and uh, and uh, and positive about the the work that you guys do. What 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 do you put that down to? Like what what do you see as the as the recipe for for that success? You know, it's it's such a combination of things. Um, getting back to what we talked about earlier, I think having amazing user experience is really important in production, right? I mean, so the product itself is loved and that that's important, um, but it's loved because it was built with our clients. You know, it was built with brilliant people like the NFL media team, like, you know, Mike Bucklin and his team from Fox Sports, like Matt Wickline and Tyler Price and their team and Jimmy Bly over at Turner Sports. Like we have had some of the, uh, you know, Scott Kegley uh, of the Minnesota Vikings, who's been with us forever. Um, you know, we, I, I, I don't want to leave anybody out, uh, you know, Gus, Gus Granato, so tell them, I mean, we've got hundreds of clients, right? Like, um, we'll, put the, we'll we, put the client list in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we have built this thing over the years with some of the most amazing people. And if I didn't call you out by name, you know, uh, you know, you're a part of it. Um, you know, we built this with amazing people. And, and so it's a combination of, you know, the, the, the wonderful clients that we work with being willing to give that direct feedback and, and being willing to give us the time. Um, and then us also understanding like who the real innovators were versus also like who was kind of stuck in the older ways, right? And, and that's, that's good too, because it challenges you to figure out how to build the simplest workflow so that you can ultimately slowly but surely, you know, change the hearts and minds of some of the the, um, the, the producers out there that are used to a certain system. And, you know, it's that combo and then uh, of that and the team, man. I mean, the, the team has, has been incredible in our, our strategy of being able to bring in 
um, Emmy Award winning producers, really talented individuals that um, can not just, you know, uh, help set up a broadcaster with their workflow, but can build a relationship over time because they speak the same language. So much so that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if, uh, if you guys are, you know, familiar with, uh, but if not, you know, I'll, I'll give a little plug for our podcast and live series called Storyteller. Um, we stood up Storyteller a couple of years ago as truly just a platform for our, our clients to come and tell their story and, you know, how they got to be where they are, how they think about innovation on the, on the um, new sports and entertainment front, um, you know, and, and what they challenge the industry to, to do and become. And this, this, um, this series has become wildly popular and, and we have, uh, you know, thousands of listeners across, uh, across Apple and Spotify. Um, we have a, you know, a, a live series that we've done a couple of times on YouTube. That's gonna, that's gonna continue into season three this year. Um, you know, but, uh, shameless plug, if you want to go check it out, like go check out Tagboard's YouTube page, uh, check out, uh, on Apple or Spotify, just look for Tagboard Storyteller podcast, it's called Storyteller. Um, and you'll see amazing episodes from the folks that I just mentioned, right? I mean, Mike Buckland's been on, Kat Chan Smith's been on, uh, Matt Wickline's been on, uh, TJ Adeshola from, from Twitter Sports, who, you know, is an industry thought leader and a, an amazing human being that has really pushed this industry forward. Like, um, you know, we've had an awesome opportunity to be in that cross section um, hell, we even <laughs> with Larry Jackson from Apple Music on the other day, uh, and it was awesome. it was probably one of my like uh, most uh, proud moments in the in the history of Tagboard to hear Larry get on and talk about the day he called Jack Dorsey and asked Jack how to make uh, the series that he was working on at the time called uh, Apple Versus. He said, you know, how do we make this? interactive how do we make this something that has just never been done before and and the likes of which have never been seen and like what do we do to make this amazing and stand out on apple music's platform and jack said uh we simple we've got it we've got this partner called tagboard and (laughs) (laughs) that's and that's not a that's not a story for me like you can go verify that on our on our storyteller series and hear larry tell the story himself but like to hear from, you know, just an uh, absolute icon of the industry, like Larry Jackson, say something like that was just like, it, it gave me chills. Um, I, I, I think I might've even had tears in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it speaks to the success and we're not beyond a shameless plug here, but Mr. President, we're, uh, we're running short on time. Um, uh, I want to ask you what's next for Tagboard? Big things, big things. Uh, you know, we are uh, we're we're headed over the pond. Uh, that's part of what the the relationship with Sportsloft is. And so, um, I you know I think I had mentioned to you and and uh, lead up prior to this, we've you know we've been able to work with a couple of uh, amazing uh, clients over uh, over in Europe, uh, Bayern Munich and, and Bundesliga to Everton the EPL. Um, you know, we've had, we've had some relationships here and there, um, you know, in, in the broader European market, but we're really looking forward to coming and, and, uh, you know, touching, touching down 
uh, over the pond and starting to build up our presence there. Um, we have a great relationship with Gareth uh, over at Gravio. So if you guys are familiar with Gravio, feel free to call Gareth and ask him, you know, how it is to work with Tagboard. We've had a we've had an awesome relationship with them and have done some great things over here in the U.S. market. And so we're working with them on as well as Sportsloft on, you know, how do we uh, how do we expand over into into Europe in a more prolific way? Um and and start to bring over some of the things that we've been able to build in the U.S. market, um, you know, whether it's linear programming to really prolific in-stadium programming using not just our, our graphic system and real-time content system, but also Tideboard Interactive, right? Like, you know, how do we build um, polling directly into your mobile application that you can now interact with with fans across any connected screen in your stadium, across every broadcast that you do. Um, you know, how do we give you that new advertising platform uh, that you can you can you know sell for millions of dollars while you're paying us thousands of dollars because we're a software and uh, and we're not we're just simply not that expensive. So. I would welcome any conversations. Um, you know, if uh, if you see this, please feel free to connect with me, whether it's uh, on Twitter uh, at Nathan J Tweets, uh, on LinkedIn. Um, you can you can look me up and, and find me on LinkedIn and just reference that you heard me on this podcast. And would love to connect with you. Would love to connect you with my amazing team. Uh, and I'm I'm really looking forward to working with the Sportsloft team and expanding uh, because. Uh, you guys are amazing, Yanni. You're, you've been great, and, and Charlie, Charlie, and I go back to Stadia Venture Group relationship. In uh, uh, shout out to the Stadia folks for being some of the best connectors in the United States because that's how this all came about. And uh, you know, and that, and and so uh, excited for what the future holds, and excited to get to work. Absolutely. For anybody who doesn't know that Charlie that uh, Nathan is referring to is Charlie Greenwood. Uh, grandee grand vizier guru leader spiritual enlightener of uh sports loft um he is absolutely going to shoot me for saying that uh <laughs> it's uh it's been an absolute pleasure uh you can uh, count on a call from uh from me in the e1 series to uh talk about how we can uh, jazz up our electric power boating uh broadcasts and uh and uh, really tell tell our story in a good way so count on that uh, in the meantime, everybody, if you uh, enjoyed today, please uh, give us a like and a follow. Uh, go to our website, sportloft.co, and sign up to our newsletter for more uh, thought leadership and information about the intersection of technology and sports and entertainment. Um, and just want to say, Nathan and Tagboard, welcome to the Sportsloft family, and thank you for your time. All right. Thank you so much, Yanni. And thanks, uh, Charlie and the Sportsloft team. And uh, excited to, to get to work with you guys. All right. We'll see you all at the next Sportsloft podcast. Thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye.